0: Thanks for tuning in to NL News Day. It's Monday, the first day of the work week. So as always, please to welcome to the show, Acumen Law's Kyla Lee. Kyla, how are you here on this Monday?
1: I'm great. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, thanks as always for taking the time to join me. All right. So today we're going to talk a little bit about churches and what's going on right now across B.C. Because, well, several churches have been lit up in the province after the discovery of unmarked graves at residential school sites across Canada, including right here in Kamloops. I don't need to go off on a list, because I probably can't even list all the churches that have been experiencing some, I'm going to say, arson activities going on, but it's pretty troubling. You know, whether you're in complete rage over the Catholic Church or not, you know, these are concerning acts at the best of times, and as we all know right now across the interior and much of B.C., this is far from the best of times to be lighting any types of fires. So, uh, I'll get into this, you know, obviously a charge could be put on the table, something like arson, but... Anyone who is caught to be responsible or or is thought to be responsible for some of these fires that have been lit up at churches in our province, what what could possibly be charged uh, in these types of situations? Arson, vandalism, hate crimes? Like, where could this potentially go?
1: Certainly charges of arson. That's sort of the obvious one. Um, But there are also, you know, the potential that a person could face a charge of mischief um for uh for causing damage to the property um and it's possible depending on what the motivation is of the person who is responsible for this or the people who are responsible for it um that this could also be construed as a hate crime religious groups are protected individuals and committing a crime against an uh an individual or against an organization, as a result of their religion, to promote hatred uh, of that group would be something that, that could meet the definition of a hate crime and and expose the individual to a much greater sentence. There's also concerns, you know, we don't know uh, about how sort of long this is going to carry on for, and and there are churches where people are present 24 seven, where people are working in the buildings, and there are concerns that, of course if there was an uh, arson that involved the loss of a life, um, that there could be uh, some type of homicide charges ra- raised as well.
0: Does does the fact that we're in an extreme uh, fire setting right now, does that change anything? Like, could that potentially increase or, or reinforce charges of a
1: more heavy hand? Uh, the fact that we're in an, an extreme fire situation right now could have an impact on whether or not the charges are upgraded Um Uh, as far as what the sentence a person faces is. Obviously, the more, you know, the the rationale behind uh, arson penalties being so high and the way that they are, so strict in Canada is because of the significant risk that comes from arson, right? Once the fire is set, you have very little control over what happens to it. And so fire can spread from one building or one object to a nearby building or object. It can cause widespread damage, which we see with wildfires. So in circumstances where the risk is even more severe, the likelihood of a greater sentence if the person responsible or people responsible for this are apprehended is increased in that situation.
0: One of the more concerning things that I have seen in relation to all of this is from the uh, executive director of the BC Civil Liberties Association, Harsha Walia. Uh, I'm sure people have seen what's going on here, but uh, on the weekend when there were some fires that were lit, she retweeted it and then had the quote, burn it all down. Obviously talking to the fact that she wants to see all the Catholic Church, it sounds like, in this province and maybe even beyond that uh, set ablaze. How concerning is that should, uh, should could could charges be laid for helping to incite this type of violence in that type of a scenario?
1: I think people who are reacting to that statement are missing a little bit of context. Burn it down is actually a phrase that has been used in the uh, in the context of social justice and social justice activism for a very long time, and within that particular context, it doesn't mean literally set fire to churches. Uh, what it means is that uh, that we should tear down the institutions as far as get rid of the structural and systemic things that are in place that function to oppress other people. Um, so burn it down as a, as a metaphor um, is something that is is not harmful and actually talks about making positive change by dismantling the institutions that contribute to systemic and structural violence against individuals. Uh, obviously, in this context, and in reference to the churches, it's easy to see how that, that statement could be misconstrued. But I don't see it as inciting people to commit arson or, or committing a criminal offense. There's no um, uh, there's no specific direction to anybody with respect to that statement to continue setting fires to churches. And I think it w- you would be very hard-pressed. To uh, interpret that statement, particularly coming from somebody who occupies a position of, you know, running a civil liberties organization um, and a position that's very closely related to to social justice, um, to interpret that statement as a way that, um, in a way that, uh, encouraged violence. And a good example, actually, of this, which perhaps is maybe not the best comparison to draw, but. Donald Trump, during the impeachment trial, the issue was whether or not he had committed an act against the United States by uh, tweeting and and making public statements in favor of the insurrection at the Capitol. And legally speaking, um, part of the reason that his, his defense to the second impeachment trial was successful was that his statements, although, you know, not unsupportive of the actions, did not incite or cause the individuals to make the decisions that they made. So, I mean, I'm sure that (laughs) Harsha Walia probably doesn't want to be compared to Donald Trump, but from a legal perspective, um, the the sort of... um, A discussion around a public event or a a high-profile event um, using terminology uh, that relates to social justice doesn't automatically make it something that is uh, inciting somebody to commit a crime or encouraging another person to commit an offense.
0: Okay, well, based on that, I mean, based on the context, I, I understand your point, but, you know, when I just see someone burn it all down, and they're, they're, they're talking about a, an incident in relation to a church, right, and that's the response they get, I mean, a lot of people, like myself included, would take that very literally, even if that's maybe not not the way it was intended, that's how people are going to read it, and, and based on your example with Donald Trump, there was obviously enough concern out there for people to, to at least go down the route of trying to take him to court and trying to get that impeachment done, I mean, Wouldn't there at least be a possibility we could see something like this, uh, a a comment like this being taken to court, even if even if unsuccessful?
1: I don't think that this comment would be taken to court, but there certainly have been comments out there on social media about the burning of churches that could result in criminal charges. There are people who are are actively encouraging it, um, and there are people who are are suggesting you know more extreme measures be taken against individuals who or organizations or people involved in organizations that uh, are connected to the uh, the legacy of residential schools in Canada. So I think that there is a case for it, I don't think that this is the example that would necessarily lead to a conviction. And I think prosecutors have to be very careful when they're looking at you know who to approve charges against and and which charges to pursue, um, but if they are you know pursuing charges against somebody for encouraging the commission of an offense, that um, they're doing it in a context where they're very very sure that the encouragement was not something that was simply an exercise of free speech rights, but actually amounted to criminal activity. And I I just think given Harsha Walia's role and given the um, the particular history associated with social justice activism and that statement, it would not be a strong case for the prosecution. And there are better comments out there if the prosecutors were looking to lay charges for people uh, who are possibly encouraging this type of behavior.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I guess just how, how difficult is is uh, moving ahead with charges in these types of situations from from your experience, from what you know, and what you've read, and what you've seen. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're caught red-handed or caught on video, it's it's pretty cut and dry. But it seems like in a lot of these cases, it's it's not maybe the easiest thing to prove, especially when we're talking about evidence that likely has been set on fire.
1: Well, there are experts. In arson and in fire settings that can read a lot into what happened and find a lot of information about who may have been responsible for an arson just by looking at the fire. But these cases are going to be made much more difficult by the fact that we have over 170 wildfires raging in the province that all of the resources that we have related to the investigation of fires are stretched way too thin right now. The people who are trained at looking at fires and investigating them, many of them are already out in Lytton trying to investigate the cause of that fire, which has a very big amount of public interest and a significant need for the public to know, given that there were casualties associated with that fire. Um, And so the arson investigations of, of these churches are likely to happen much more slowly than we would otherwise see if this was just an isolated Incident. Mm -hmm. The other factor that's complicating it is that they're taking place in all sorts of random locations. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason as to where the next fire seems to be popping up, which suggests that it might be more than one individual responsible, which will make it even more difficult to apprehend the people responsible for the arson.
0: Yeah, that uh, that all makes sense to me. Well, I, I hope we don't see too many more of these. I really don't hope we don't see any particularly in the sense that we're dealing with so much fire in the province right now. We don't need any more particularly anything being started by humans. We got enough issues with lightning right now. So we'll see what happens. Um, but it's an interesting conversation, and we'll we'll just have to kind of play it play it by ear and see how this goes. But uh, Kyla, I think that's all for now. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me as as you always do on the first day of the work week. And uh, we'll we'll hopefully get a chance to catch up soon. But thanks for the time today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. There you go. Acumen Laws. Kyla Lee joining me as she does every Monday following the news at 530. Interesting stuff. Uh, I don't know if I totally agree with the comments in regards to what burn it all down means. I mean, if you want to be figurative, then I don't know, say what you mean. I've always felt like that uh, is usually a better way to get your point across. Instead of talking in riddles, Maybe just speak directly to what you're talking about. That always makes things a little bit simpler because I never would have interpreted it as anything other than, hey, these churches are being burned. People are setting them on fire and she wants them to continue. So I don't know if I totally agree with with Kyla's position on that. But if that was the case, then fair enough. Uh, But nonetheless, people should not be setting buildings on fire. It's incredibly dangerous. It's destructive. It's disruptive. I get it. Totally get why these actions are being taken. Um, The frustrations, the, the anger that is behind it. I totally understand it. That's not the best way to go about doing it. And especially right now as we're dealing with extreme fire hazards across this province, setting a church on fire you might end up getting a heck of a lot more than you bargained for.